Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew Roberts, and today I am joined by my good friend, Matt Teifke. And today's episode, we talk about risks. Um, Matt and I are both on a journey to financial freedom, as I hope you are too. And in order to get there, we believe that you have to take risks. Um, while they may be calculated risks, they are risks all the same. And how some of the most successful people on planet Earth have taken some of the biggest risks in life. Um, we talk about our history with gambling uh, and making some really stupid mistakes. Um, we also talk about how how we should view money uh, and how we should use it as a tool as opposed to um, putting too much importance uh, on money and, and on the dollar bill. Um, and how the real goal with all this is just happiness um, in reaching that level um, of financial freedom. So this is a really good episode. Uh, I'm really excited for you guys to listen to it. It was a joy to record. Um, so take a listen, uh, listen to it till the end, uh, and leave us a review and let us know what you think. Today's episode is brought to you by Highland Flats. Highland Flats is a 24-unit apartment complex in central Austin, and oh boy, is it just a delight. Um, the units have recently been updated. They're all studio-style apartments um, with plenty of space and uh, new appliances. They've recently updated the landscaping outside. It's pet-friendly. There's a dog run in the back. Um, it's, it's a great location um, next to plenty of coffee shops, next to a Pluckers, uh, next to a lot of restaurants and grocery stores, bus stations, Easy Commute to UT. It's right next to ACC Highland. You name it, this place has it. Um, it's awesome. For more information, go to highlandflatsaustin.com if you're looking for a place to lay your sweepy head. Welcome to the Young, Wild, Financially Free podcast, an audio experience where we don't just talk about it, we live it. Matt, <laughs> do you like gambling by chance? Not anymore. Not anymore. No. Okay. So I have kind of a long history, and then I've kind of found that it's a strength and a weakness. Okay. And I don't know if it, you'd say gambling, but just being risky. Okay. And over the years, um, and I might just have been lucky the last couple of years, but I found that there's a way to channel it and use the strength and try and keep away the bad parts of it that um, took me to a bad place, and I'd, I'd love to talk about it. Yeah. But I started uh, with my brother. Like, we, when we were super young, we would gamble on anything. Okay. Just because we were competitive. Right. And honestly, like, he he really pushed me a lot to, to put something on the line. Mm-hmm. And I, we've talked about it a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, you know, I, I think there's a lot of positive that came from that. Mm-hmm. But anytime we did anything competitive, like we had a bet, and it started, we'd bet, we would bet like chores, like, yeah. all right, you got to do my chores for a week, yeah. And then I'm betting my shoes and my <laughs> clothes, and there was one time I remember where I just kept doing double or nothing, yeah. And and it was between us as brothers, like it, it was actually never about the prize, like we just bet just to, to be to the have winner, some, yeah, to have a winner, right. And we never really collected. Like I, sure. I remember I'd be down like four hundred, five hundred dollars, and then he would never actually collect it. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd want to get him down so I could just be like, 
return the favor like yeah you don't know me you know? <laughs> yeah 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 but I remember one time I essentially gambled everything I had to him he had all my clothes yeah. he had all my shoes all my cash oh like, man I'm like dude I got nothing <laughs> no, I own nothing I'm serious anymore. like I lost everything yeah and I was like oh god yeah and Although we knew that we were not really going to collect on the prize, uh-huh. we we didn't treat it like that. Like, we kind of tri- we treated it like, wow, I I actually just lost everything to my brother. Yeah, yikes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when you like turned twenty one, mm-hmm. were you like just itching to to go to a casino or? Well, I was doing it before then because I figured out <laughs> online gambling. Okay, gotcha. So I remember this weird that I remember this one moment, but I was in college and all my roommates had gone home. Uh huh. And there was a Gonzaga basketball game on. Okay, this and, is March Madness? Yeah. Okay. My dad had bought me a Gonzaga jersey randomly, like he found at like a flea market. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this this is all lining up. <laughs> I got a bet on Gonzaga. <laughs> That's so funny. So, so I'm there by myself, and I was like, man, this is nice. I like was smoking a cigar or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and I think I lost on the first half, and I doubled down and lost again on the second half, and oh, then I was man. like depressed. Yeah. Just by myself, like, dang, I'm down like six hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then it spiraled. Like slowly I would I would just wait for the football season and I would know the winners and I'd go big and I'd win and lose. Uh-huh. But ultimately like it became an obsession. And I remember when because I, I was doing it online, I remember like finding out like <clears throat> you could bet on tennis at two AM in mm-hmm. Japan. Yeah, and I, so I was betting on the craziest things, Jeez. like not even watching the game, but right. just betting on this game that I could bet on, and watching the odds, and yeah, doing live betting and betting like trying to cover my bets and stuff. Mm-hmm. The things that it did to me were pretty bad. Like I just became obsessed. Like I didn't care about anything. I I couldn't watch a football game without uh-huh. betting on it. Like I didn't understand people that were so jacked up about football and sports right. but had nothing on the line. I'm like, why Why is that guy so into it? Like, sure. I got $1,000 on this game. That's why I'm into it. It became an obsession, and I ultimately lost a, a lot of money on that. This is where I don't know, you know, risk versus gambling, like exactly how I define it, but like I lost a lot on stocks. Okay. And I was essentially, you know, I, I looked at it like I was gambling on stocks. Yeah. You know, I would just throw money up and right. hope for a good outcome. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it, it got to a point where I would tell Lexi, like, I'm done. And then I keep doing it. I'm done. And it became a real problem. Do you think you have an addictive personality? For sure. Okay. 100%. I mean, do you think it's just gambling or do you think it's like ingrained in your uh, genetics? Good question. I, mean, I, yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I think... I don't know if it's addictive personality. Maybe it is, yeah. um, but it's just like I find something and then I just go all in on it. Right. Yeah. And so, I guess maybe I was addicted. Like you would say that I was addicted to gambling, but sure. I was looking at it like I'm doing this because I'm trying to make money and yeah. I'm trying to do things. So that's why I'm doing this. Whereas right. I don't think I would like take heroin and then just. Yeah, be yeah, addicted yeah, yeah. and do that for the rest of my life. Gotcha. And throw everything away. Right. Because I had a goal with it in mind. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it stemmed from some a part of you that wanted to better yourself and better your right. life. Right. I just wanted more. And gotcha. This was a, a easy way to get it quickly. Did you get like a high from it? Was it like people you know are adrenaline junkies? They go jump out of out of planes just to get that you yeah. know that feeling. Was it was it. I guess similar to that was it like by a I guess biological or yeah that's a good question um 
<clears throat> what I found was when I would win, uh-huh. it actually didn't feel that good. Okay. And when I would That's lose, it would be... It'd feel really bad. It would feel bad, real bad. Yeah. And I actually think there was this, like, adrenaline rush that I, that I li- like, secretly liked. Sure. And my heart would be racing, and, like, if I win, whew, I'm done. Yeah. If I lose... Then I'm just gonna sit there and sulk and think about it all night. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I was like chasing this feeling. This is kind of like a, a nasty cycle. Yeah. I was yeah. just like living on the edge in in a sense. Yeah. Uh, risking a lot. Right. Like more than I had. I was putting things on credit card. And, oh man. Yeah. Uh, I've got some crazy stories, dude. Like I remember. I mean, I've had some. I've I've gone to Vegas for one specific bet that I knew was gonna win. Yeah. Put like six, seven thousand dollars on it. I won. Okay. But I've had ones where I've lost like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, I remember one time I put $500 on a six-game parlay. Okay. And every bet won. And it was an $18,000 payout. Whoa. And then I doubled down on Alabama yeah. to win, and they lost. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, I mean, it, it, it was crazy, reckless. Like, yeah. I, was, I would look at it like, oh, I just won this 16000 So, it's not – I just didn't look at it as real money. Sure. Almost. Like, just double down. Like, it was like – just trying to grow this, uh-huh. and if I when I lost it, I'm like, whoa, I just lost sixteen thousand dollars. Yeah, you know I, that's so interesting because like, so I know that you and I both had similar upbringings with you know being raised by a single mom, and um, I know that both of us w- were required to get jobs when we were in high school, and um, I know that both of us you know know the value of a dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, our moms were great at teaching us that, and. I'm on the, I know you just said that like you didn't see it as real money Mm -hmm. and I'm like on the opposite end of the spectrum where it's like every dollar counts. Like there's a, I'm, I'm so not risky that like, it's like if there's a chance of losing it, Mm -hmm. maybe I shouldn't do it Mm -hmm. or probably shouldn't do it, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so what do you think that is that made you, uh, have that view towards towards money. Yeah, I think it's a combination. One, like I said, my brother, like having that competition sure. was kind of what started it. Yeah, and I grew up with an older sister. Right, you didn't who, have who that competition. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it was, I, I grew up around people that were in business, like, uh-huh. like my mom, my dad, uh, my uncle, a lot of my family members. So I saw what they did, and I saw that the only way to get to those positions was to take risks. Yeah. So it was like willing to take those risks to get to where I wanted to be was part of it. And then the competition that my brother and I got started in was like what really kickstarted it in the beginning. Gotcha. Um, because trust me, I hate to lose money. Sure. It, it, it was a bad, bad place to be there. But yeah. then, you know, I think what I said about turning into a strength is like, yeah. I look at risk as like something that pe- you have to take to mm-hmm. do, to do things. Yeah. And now I'm trying to channel that, like take risks on things that I really know about and not just on the outcome of a football game where one player could get hurt and that throws everything out the window. Right. So many things are out of your control. Yeah. So having the control for me is like, I can have control <laughs> with real estate and like vet it out and understand what I'm getting into. Yeah. Um, and then take a calculated risk. Mm-hmm. Is that one of the reasons why real estate interests you, interests you so much? Is because you enjoy that risk and that somewhat mild form of gambling, but it's more secure. You feel like you yeah. have more control over yeah, it. Yeah, it's that. And then just the lifestyle, like always being able to meet people and network and sure. be out driving around. And 
I mean, real estate is like almost everything. Yeah. Like any restaurant you go to, where we're filming right now, right? It all has to. It all comes down to real estate. Yeah. Like who owns it? You know. And so, I saw an opportunity. Like I've I've seen what my mom did with like buying rental properties growing up. And sure. You read about like. 90% of millionaires mm-hmm. did so through real estate. Yeah. And so it was like all those little factors like, oh, interesting. I really like real estate. I really like people. Now let me try and hone in my skills. And then when I learned that I could use risk or gambling as a strength, yeah, then it really started taking off because um, I just would, would take the risk that I had and, and put a lot of th- thought behind it and then jump yeah. on something that I've like, really thought out for sure versus just i think these guys are going to win or these yeah. guys are going to lose yeah yeah um yeah. the big the big thing that i've that really changed it for me i, I took a couple gambles on some stocks mm-hmm. and they really paid off yeah and so i'm not saying that you have to take risks like it just, it's what worked for me it's yeah. like i just kept going i could have just quit and been like i'm done and it was hard. Like I had this number in my mind, like this is how much I'm down. Yeah. I got to get this back to be even in my life or in the world. Right. Yeah. And luckily the, these stocks and some things with real estate paid off way more than my loss and, and, and put me in the positive. Yeah. Um, and so it's tricky for me cause I don't want to say like you have to do that cause I could have, I could have lost on those things too mm-hmm. and then been even more in the hole. Right. But I do know that I was never going to quit mm-hmm. and I was just going to keep keep going yeah. until, you know, I eventually got there. Right. And everybody that I've seen that's done big things and you think about people that have done great things, like I'm convinced that they took great risks. Sure. And we have a lot of, like, I've got a lot of people that talk to me about buying real estate and they're interested. And then when it really comes down to it, they just don't, they just don't do it. Yeah. And I get it. Like, it's scary. Yeah. Um, but I, I just think that that's something people have to, somewhat accept is like, hey, if I'm going to do things and buy property and grow my net worth and grow myself, like I've got to be willing to step off that ledge. Right. Yeah, for sure. It's so difficult to convince yourself to be uncomfortable. And that's what risk is, is, is being uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. from that, you know, uncomfort comes growth and comes success. You know, you are at a disadvantage to becoming successful or, you know, reaching your goals if you don't have to work for it or take on that risk right. or, or feel uncomfortable to an extent. Yeah. With the deal that we just did, the house that you and I just bought, it did not go according to plan. Mm-hmm. And we, it ended up being a bigger risk than I thought it was going to be um, or scarier on the front end than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we ended up having to put more money down up front and you know, the whole time, you know, Charlie and I are, are freaking out and you're in Ireland on uh on vacation and not you don't have cell service and so you're you know going to a coffee shop to get wi-fi and it was you know a bigger risk than I thought it was going to be but now that like the smoke is cleared so to speak mm-hmm. and we you know the dust is settled mm-hmm. I think that's a better metaphor <laughs> um uh the, now like we see that it's actually turned out to be a better deal you know than we thought it was going to be yep wouldn't have happened if we hadn't taken the risk. Exactly. You know, um, and it was taking a risk on the deal, on the house, on each other. Yeah. Um, but in the end, like it's it's working out, and it was a calculated risk. Right. Like we saw the value in it, and it was hard to go wrong, and so um, then now comes the, the payout. Mm-hmm. You know, 
and so that's that's huge i i completely agree with you that like the, the most successful people on planet earth are some of the riskiest people you right. know you know they they go big on what they believe in yep. and take that risk and take that leap and it, and then it pays out mm-hmm. you look at you know jeff bezos of amazon yep. and yep. you know some of the most successful people steve jobs you know they took a huge risk and and worked on what they believed in and then it paid out yeah 100 percent. warren buffett when he bought berkshire the text mm-hmm. the textile mill yeah and it's tricky man because i don't want to you know tell people hey go take risks yeah for sure and have them lose stuff don't be reckless right don't be reckless but i really am convinced that you got to get your mind to a place where like what we were talking about earlier yeah it's tricky because it's it's almost like there's people that value money so much uh-huh. that they don't want to take that risk because they don't want to lose it so they want to keep it to tight to their vest right but they're never going to grow it yeah they're never ever going to grow it by doing that yeah I don't know, man. It's like you almost have to look at money in a different light than this is the most important thing in the world to me. For sure. You have to look at it like this is a tool. Yeah, and that's such a – it's a difficult thing to have a mindset switch. Um, but it is key. Like if you glorify money too much, if you put it on a pedestal, then yeah. money will control you. Yep. You know. But if you look at it as, like you said, a tool that you can use – to navigate your life in whichever way you want it, yeah. then one, life becomes so much easier, and two, money becomes the tool that becomes right. Um, it it does the money doesn't have power over you; you have power over the money, yeah. and therefore taking these so-called risks become less risky in your in your eyes. Yeah, good you point. Know? Very good point. It got dark, like uh, you know, just to sum it up, like. I got in a very low place. It got very dark. This is when I was hardcore gambling. Yeah. And then now I'm at a point where I'm like, you know what? I think this is one of my biggest strengths is like the ability to just take a risk and to just go for it. Sure. So now I try to use it when I can, but with as much analysis that I can put into it sure. and say, hopefully this is a very smart risk or gamble. Uh huh. Yeah, for sure. Going back to college days, I was like, whenever me and my buddies would, you know, take trips to New Orleans or or whatever, I was always the one that was like, <laughs> that loved gambling. I love playing blackjack, and we would see signs that was like, "Do you have an issue with gambling?" <laughs> and they'd be like, "Hey, man, you need to call that. You need to call that number." Yeah. <laughs> so, but I think that like uh, having that character trait of like wanting to to take the risk, or yeah. you know, maybe like having that. I guess somewhat of a dreamer's mindset of like reaching that goal of mm-hmm. the, the buyout is key. Like it's, it's what leads to success. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can lose, but it's also, that kind of goes back to like seeing failure is not final. You exactly. know, if you're not afraid to fail, then that also, it minimizes the risk in your eyes. You right. know, if fail, if failure is just a stepping stone in, in the journey, then it's not really a risk. It's just part of the process. Yeah. You got to look at failure as just another opportunity to get to success. And mm-hmm. the saying, go big or go home. I was thinking about this last night, actually. Yeah. It's like, go big, go home, but then get back up again yeah. and try it again. Yeah. And eventually you're going to go big, right? Yeah. Like, just keep go, Just keep pushing. Right. And like never have something that like really knocks you off. And and then that's the balance is like you don't want to I'm not I don't want people to be gambling on sports or yeah. taking those kind of risks but take risk on 
what you're passionate about and what you believe in. Yeah. And then just keep going. Like, yeah. don't let it knock you down when you fail because you will fail. For sure. Yeah. There's a, a quote that I heard um, recently uh, that's when you chase the world runs, meaning that like if you want something too bad, then it's always going to be out of your reach. Interesting. Um, and so it's like when you make something too important in your life, that goes back to like putting money on a, on a pedestal and yeah. um, like seeing it as like when you take these risks, when you invest in real estate or when you go, go gamble or something or whatever it is, you know, yeah. if you're, if you're relying too much on the outcome, then it's going to be harder to reach. That's, a That's great... just a mindset thing. Yeah. You know, it might not be applicable to everybody. I believe it is. I think that like when I want to, when I want to win too bad, then it's harder for me to win. Yeah. And when I and when you lose in that in that instance or in that situation, um, then the loss is devastating. Yeah. But when you don't chase the yeah. world, right, the loss isn't as big of a deal, and the win is just another win in the books. You know. Interesting. So do you think it's more like um, don't chase the outcome, but chase the process? Um, like, I mean, I think it's, I think it's, I mean, the way I see it is, you know, and do the process, you know, do the work and then be patient with the outcome. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, that's the way I see it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, cause, cause you, you have to want things bad, right. Mm-hmm. To, to get them done. But like you said, if you want, money too bad if that's the only thing you want then it's you're never going to get there but if you want to do something and there's a process in place that you can do these steps every day yeah and that's what you grind at and go hardcore at then the outcome will come right yeah for sure honestly dude i can't even tell you like i can't fully explain how bad it was i mean i've i've been depressed like cried like crushed like multiple times on games and just on like what am I doing with my life? And right. then I just, you know, I, I kept going and a couple of things that worked out for me canceled all that. Okay. And so I don't know, you know, if I didn't have these things, how I'd feel, uh-huh. but I, I'd like to think that I would just keep pushing and keep trying to get to where I want to go Yeah. and not let those things like keep me from ever trying again. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to say because a couple of things worked out you yeah. know, and, and they could go the opposite way. Like, you know, life's long game, man. Yeah. Like, who sure. knows what's going to happen? Yeah, definitely. So when gambling was an issue, how how were you able to see that you needed to to stop that form of gambling? It, I just kept losing. Like, I think <laughs> I think it was like... Like, I enough have, is enough. I have $500 in my bank account, and I owe 20000 on credit cards. Like, I can't... I, that's my limit. I can't take out 10,000 more to put it on a game. Yeah. So it was just like, th- this is it. Like, right. I had to change all my passwords on like all these betting sites to where like, I just can't you get back get on. In. Yeah. Cause I would try. There'd been times when I'd, I'm like, Oh, I got this itch. Right. And I still sometimes have an itch. Yeah. Like, Hey man, week one NFL's coming up. Yeah. You know, but I've just got to get, it's just something that I just got to move on from and get past. And sure. It, it's a challenge. Um, but it becomes less challenging. I feel, I just feel blessed and lucky that now I'm looking at it in a different perspective and I'm looking at it as a strength. Yeah. So I don't have to say, I got to shut this whole side of my life off. It's more like, let me channel this sure. towards real estate. Yeah. Because that's the, I mean, you saw real estate as the, as 
the secure yeah. investment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not a all or nothing. Sure. Double or lose it all. Yeah. 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 It's like, hey, invest here and be patient, you know, and mm-hmm. wait 20, 30 years. Yeah. So you got to be risky. Got to take some risk. Got to be smart. Calculated Calculated. Risk. Yeah. And you just got to keep going. What do you, so why do you think that so many people say that they want to invest in real estate and say that they want financial freedom, but then never make the first step? I think it's like you said, is it's just people are scared. Like yeah. they, they just, you're initially scared until you've done it and you, you get more comfortable. Sure. Um, and so I know that sometimes it takes a little pushing and hopefully we can help if someone wants to make that step. Yeah. But also you just have to somewhat say, I'm go- I need to take risks. Yeah. Like, this is a deal. Like, let me, let me jump at it. And you have, you, you can't look at it like if this fails, like that's it. It's like more like I'm taking this risk. It's either going to work out or not. And if it doesn't, I'm going to learn something and I'm not going to give up and I'm going to do it again. Right. You just have to try. You just got to try. Yeah. yeah. You just got to try. Real estate's not for everybody. I would argue that it could be for everybody, but... <laughs> I think it, I think it should be. I think everyone should have some kind of real estate that yeah. they own. Um, I really do. Yeah. Like, you're, if you're planning on being here for a long time on earth, like, right, you yeah. can own properties and people can be paying you rent. Yeah. Um, and it's not that complicated. Like, literally anybody can do it. Yeah. But you just have to like focus on it, and there's so many people that just never think about it, and like they don't even really think like where's this money that I'm paying in rent going? Like they just never really think about it. Yeah. And so, just getting your mindset like, hey, I'm I'm gonna be around for you know sixty, seventy more years. Like, yeah, it'd be great if I had ten houses, and it's very possible. Yeah. But it you just have to take some risk, and you got to commit to it. It's not easy. I like to say it's it's not easy, but it's simple. Like yeah. it's a simple process to right. understand and get. Um, and it's not easy because you gotta you gotta save, you gotta be smart, and you gotta plan. But not everyone does that. Yeah, it's just like a. I mean, like we were talking about earlier, it's just a a mindset. Whenever I was in college, I used to think that like I needed to find a job that paid a lot so that I could work and make that money. And now I see it as. I need to find an investment so I don't have to work yeah. and make that money. Yeah. You know, we all have 24 hours in a day, you know, um, we can't get any more than, mm-hmm. than the next person. And so, you know, time is valuable. And if I can make my income without having to spend the time working, yeah, then that's like the dream, right? I don't want to keep working and spinning my wheels until I'm, you know, 60 or 65 and then retire and not, and just be using up my savings account, you know, or not have a savings account at that point, you know? I agree, Um, man. And if I have that, you know, residual income or that, you know, that passive income coming in from real estate and I'm not working, like that's the, that's the dream is to have that because then that's the security. That's where the security comes in. So at that point, it's like, and that's you took the risk for a reason, yeah. you know. I, I I love that about real estate, man. Is you know, it, it's a very long game, but anybody can do it, and you you see how what it can lead to, right? When you're looking at buying, like it's very complicated for people to say, 
how like how am I gonna buy this? Like I have no idea. Right. But when you start really digging in, you learn there's all these different options. Like yeah. I'm even still learning about them. Like this house, this house on Ross that we're doing hard money and then we're doing permanent financing. Like yeah, you just have to get creative. Right. And like you said, I I remember when I was like 15 or 16, like I I worked all these jobs throughout my life. Like mm-hmm. I remember looking at the clock and I I was like I can't I can't do this. Like I was deathly scared. And I honestly, the way I looked at it, and I'm, I'm not saying that people that are in this position are slaves, but I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm a slave to somebody that I have to sit here for eight hours a day and look at the clock. Like, what am I doing with my life? Right. Yeah. And that's what prompted me like seven years ago to say, how can I become independent mm-hmm. and not have that and not have to worry about the clock? Yeah. And real estate was like an obvious answer. Yeah. And it's true. Like there's no clock. Like, right. You don't look at a clock nope. every day. And I, I was last night I was laying down and I'm like thinking about like my next deals and my next moves and where I'm going to go. And yeah, I realized like there's not a lot of people that probably lay down and think like that. Like they might just be watching Netflix or, or thinking about something that yeah. has nothing to do with business. Like, yeah. and so when you, when I have this mindset and I think about this almost every night for mm-hmm. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, mm-hmm. that really compounds. And mm-hmm. so it's a super long game, but, and, and, but you just have to like understand it. And if you believe in it, which I believe in real estate, like there is a path that people can take and hopefully you're seeing it. Yeah. Um, and as we start acquiring more, you'll see it more and more and it just makes sense. Right. And literally, right? Anybody can do it. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that would hold you back. Seriously. Yeah. I was telling Charlie this the other day, like how amazed I am at how far we've come. We got married less than two years ago. We were both, she was living with her parents. I was living with my sister. We both had like no money to our names going into the marriage. Now we have you know a certain a good amount of a good chunk of money put away yep. we bought our first house three months ago yep. we just bought our second house with you yeah, baby. and if we, the those two houses wouldn't have happened if we hadn't taken the risk right you know and we, we had another flip on the way right got another flip on the way yeah and like it's just like it was just a mindset shift of like you know wanting to to continue to to get better and work towards that and real estate is what provided that opportunity if i had kept working and you know, whatever variety of field that I was working in before, I would probably still be renting. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee I'd still be renting. And we would, you know, probably have some savings, but not what we have right now. And we wouldn't have near what we have in assets. Right. And so real estate is what provided that opportunity. Yeah. And, and you said two, this is what, two years ago? Less than two years, yeah. So, I mean, I look at that and I'm like, well, what what are the next two years have to bring? And then, because... The almost every two years, you're probably going to know triple what you knew. Yeah. And exactly. so it's amazing how fast it can grow. Yeah. Yeah. But, and it's so interesting, like the concept of, of time and thinking like, if you had told me two years ago, like just be patient and wait two years, I'm like, that's forever. Yeah. But it feels like it went by so fast and two years is such a short, short time. Yeah. If you look at the, you know, your entire lifespan. Right. It's very interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be really interested to see like how many properties you own in 10 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's your guess? Um, For real. Uh, my guess is 20 properties. 20 in 10 years. Yeah. I love it. All right. That's, I don't know. It might, I hope it's, honestly, I hope it's more because yeah. we've gotten 
two in the, in the last four months. Yeah. And so, um, you know, hopefully it just keeps snowball effect and, and keeps getting more and more and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But yeah, real estates, that's, I mean, that's the opportunity. So like I want like, and it's hard to talk to people and convince them that that's that because like I said, people are scared. Right. But this is the, I mean, this is the most secure investment you can make. I believe so. Don't yeah. put your money into a 401k. Don't put your money into a, the stocks or a mutual fund or, or whatever. You know, real estate historically is the most secure investment. Mm-hmm. You look and then people would argue that like, we'll look at 2008, 2009 when the, when the market crashed, you know, and well, people who owned houses before that time and still own those houses yeah. have increased the value of those houses substantially. Yeah. You just got to write it out. Yeah, you do. Yeah. That's, that's where it comes down to. It's, it's a, there's risks that are needed to get into this business mm-hmm. and then you have to have a long-term approach. Right. And you can't give up because I promise it will work, but you have to, you have to get around the right people. Like you can't keep making the same mistakes. You got to sure. learn, you got to see people that are doing it successfully. Exactly. To be able to replicate that for yourself. And there's a lot of people that like, I feel bad for, they try to get into real estate and they like try a flip or a buy and hold. And then that one deal just crushes them. Yeah. You know? That goes back to failure. Right. You know, that one failure they saw as final. Yeah. And it's, I can guarantee it's because they valued money too much. Hmm. If they had, if they had saw that money is a tool, they would have thought, okay, I learned a lesson from yeah. this. I won't do it this way next time. Yeah. Next time I'm going to crush it. Right. There's a whole nother level of, of sophistication and buying real estate that like you don't get at the beginning. Uh-huh. And there's, I see so many people that are buying houses from these wholesalers Yeah. and they're just, they're just, Hey, they, they've been told real estate's a great investment. It's hard right. to go wrong. Yeah. And then they buy these, but they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And then they overpay and then it doesn't sell for as much as they want. And then mm-hmm. they're like, I'm done. That's it. And that's unfortunate because it's easy to fall in that trap when you're first getting started. Yeah. But like, also like when I say take risks, like it's got to be calculated. They can't just take a risk. Like, hey, I believe everything these guys are saying. I know real estate's good. Let me just buy this. Right. You got to really think about it and put a lot more time into it than just that. Yeah. I mean, over the last two years, I wasn't doing nothing, and then all of a sudden, I bought a house. Like I was studying Great real point. estate. I was listening to real estate podcasts. Great point. You know, I was. Um, I mean, I, I didn't have a, a particular plan on how I was going to get there, but I was just putting in the work and then opportunity came up and now I yeah. have two houses. That's a great point. That's, that's perfect example of playing the long game. Like, right. Hey, I'm committed to this and we put two years into this and then yeah. imagine when you have 10 years or 20 years yeah. into it. And the timeline's different for everybody. You right. Know? You know, it could, it could have happened a lot quicker for someone else. It could happen yeah. in a longer time for someone different, you know? I think just being patient, you know. Yes. And then when opportunity arises, you'll be you'll be ready, or you'll be ready to take that risk. Yeah. And the other thing that I really love about real estate is like, we can we could be, do this when we're eighty years old. Oh yeah. We could buy and rent houses and buy and flip. Like for sure. You can and and you can do it when you're like if you want to go travel and you want to you get all these rental properties and you want to go live in Florida or Maine or California, you go buy there and start buying other ones and it's like. Something that you can always do. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great point, right? I mean, that you go back. You can't to, be a construction guy for when you're eighty years oh, old. Oh no, yeah, you, but you for can sure very can. easily invest money into real estate, mm-hmm. and then you, you're set. You're like, 
you're at that point where you're like, now I'm like really focused on setting things up for my grandkids. Like right. I'm buying this for my grandchild, right. you know? And so it, you you can almost always have a business purpose for sure in life with real estate. Yeah. So I would argue that like getting a job is risky because yeah. now your job is in the hand of someone else, your boss, right? You could get fired at any time. Yeah. If you invest in real estate, you're your own boss, yeah. you know? You, that's the biggest, that's the greatest job security that I've ever heard of. Yeah. You know? And so yeah. that's not taking a risk. That's being super secure. Right. You know? It's a good point. Yeah. So, I mean, it's very interesting because it's almost like I'm saying be risky, but ultimately you're being less risky. For sure. Yeah. Huh. If you look at the big picture in the long game. Yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. All right. Well, um, I enjoyed this talk about risk. Yeah. I'm super jacked up about it. I want to go take more risks. <laughs> <laughs> be careful with your risks. Yeah, just be calculated. Put in the yeah. work. Don't be reckless, risky. Reach out to us for anything that please you guys need with, yeah. with real estate. We're happy to help. We're happy to uh, like help. If anyone ever wants to like show a deal to us or bring a deal and put it in front of us, like we'll help you any way we can. We're not trying to steal that deal. Yeah. Um, we're like we said, we're in the long game and you know, maybe we'll partner or maybe we'll just give you advice and set you up with people that we know that can help. Yeah. Yeah. I love doing stuff like that. For sure. Me too. Yeah. We're just happy to help and provide value in any way we can. So, well, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Later.